No. Episode number 93, The Dalek Invasion of Earth. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a unity. It's like a person. The resulting reaction is fighting. Are you ready? Uh, welcome yeah. back to the old Doctor Who show. Uh, your classic Doctor Who review podcast. In the tri-weekly edition, you thought I was going to forget tri-weekly, but I slipped it in there at the end. Uh, speaking of slipping it in there at the end, Dan, how? I'm not sure. I, I, don't, not, I don't know what that means. I'm not on board with it. I mean, it's, it's accurate, but I'm not on board with it. Yeah. Uh, Eric, I'm great. In these trying times, you can say whatever you want. Oh, so. okay, yeah. There, there's no law anymore. Are you enjoying your three weeks uh, in quarantine land and uh, yeah. Doctor Who lists? Yeah, this has been this has been a dream for me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I got nothing. <laughs> I don't think anything really happened. <laughs> no, there's nothing. There's to say. nothing really going on. Nope, 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 nope. But we did have some Doctor Who to review. So we did. Let's just jump right into we it. We had some Doctor Who to review, which was uh, a thing that happened. Yeah. So I guess we'll hit the button. We really got nothing. Nothing off the I don't top. Really. I'm sure there was. I'm a little tired. I already mentioned. I'm so tired. Uh, you know, last night was Saturday night, so it's going to be crazy. Um, it's a lot of puzzles, you know, doing puzzles or playing Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, that's yeah. what I did. That's what I did. And five minutes of Spider-Man. Yeah, I played uh, a little bit more of Spice. So I, Dan was super kind and, and sent me a PS4. And then I there was Spider Man was on sale, so I bought it for PS4 used. Edition. But after I bought it, I was like, and I played it. I was like, it's good, but I don't really have uh-huh. a lot of time. I felt I was like, I'm never sure. going to play this. Yeah. Why did I spend twenty dollars on it? Because it's twenty dollars. I know, and it's, it's a, and it's like an. Did it come with the DLC as well? Yeah, so it's a game of the so year. Then it was like, so then it was like it was $100. Yeah, it was a $100 game you got for 20 bucks. Yeah, you should, of course, get that. You'll have time at some point. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's great. I mean, it's, it is such a fun game. Don't have, like, I mean, you know, hype is a problem, but it is it's a it is a super fun game. It's, it is that, that definite um, 30 seconds of fun repeated concept yeah it's like Although a big I'd say, but, I'd say it's button mashing from what i was playing like i and i don't i don't You'll have get a better, playstation yeah, once, right yeah. i don't have a, this is the first yeah. time i had a playstation 4 so i don't right. know like instinctively where the circle button is or where the x right. button is and so i'm coming off of playing red dead redemption which i love on the xbox mm. so like when it's like either a quick time event scene where i gotta hit oh yeah and i it take my brains like which ones or, or when it's just showing like all these combos i'm like i don't know which button am i hitting and i found it very hard like yeah. i did the default amazing setting and then i was like i gotta reduce it so i put it on yeah. the not the complete baby but the i think it's uh <laughs> friendly neighborhood Toddler. and then there's neighborhood spider-man so i'm on the neighborhood spider-man which was like right which is i don't want hard games anymore can we go no i don't i have no interest i played plenty of mega man when i was a kid i don't want i just want to be done with i want to experience the story and move on i don't want to sit there and 
speaking of the story, though, I think it's a really good story. And for someone who does like Spider-Man a lot, there's some there's some good stuff in there. There's uh, other characters that are involved, Mysterio. which is nice. Well, I'm sure he's uh, probably in there. Or maybe we'll get Kraven the Hunter. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You get so many of the villains, which is great. But you also, I mean, there's no spoiler, because I think you see it in the trailers, but Miles Morales is in it. Which is Wait, great. what? So this is yeah. super fun. I, you, and the way they set it up for the eventual sequel, if it ever comes, you know, if time moves forward at all, um, it'll be great. Welcome to our old video game review podcast from Yeah, I like last to play year. games that are at least one to two years old, because I'm always on the... Yeah, I'm not. I'm no longer on the cusp. I'm on the outer rim. Uh, speaking of outer rims, <laughs> let's review the Dalek invasion of Earth. So let's hit that button okay. and uh, get us out of this tangent. Ooh, I can taste all three berries in that triple berry, sparkling cold. During all the years, I've been taking care of you. You and the turn have been taking care of me. Grandfather, I belong with you. Not any longer, Susan. You're still my grandchild, and always will be. But now, you're a woman too. I want you to belong somewhere, to have roots of your own. With David, you'll be able to find those roots, and live normally like any woman should do. Believe me, my dear, your future lies with David. And not with a silly old buffer like me. One day, I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. Until then, there must be no regrets, no tears, no anxieties. Just go forward in all your beliefs. And prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. This is the... This is Jeffrey. <laughs> this is the... This is... This is... The Dalek Invasion of Earth, Dan. This is the second serial in season number two, lucky number two. Uh, this came out in 1964. Uh, who can believe that time was ever then? Uh, what? Yep. Oh, hey, look. It also aired on my birthday, it looks like. The last part aired on December 26th, which is not my birthday. My birthday is November 26th, and we're already off to a very good start on this review. So what happened in this uh, story, Dan? Well, it seems like the doctor, Barbara, Ian, and the granddaughter, Susan, they land on Earth. And they're not quite sure what time it is uh, or what year it is. It's uh, almost very reminiscent of the end of uh, – uh, well, I don't want to spoil anything, but the end of a show I like very much. Uh, and they realize that, hey – you can't dump bodies in this water, yeah. Dan. That's, that was you can't the first dump bodies step. in this water. <laughs> yeah, why? Oh, my God, it's a wasteland. This is some kind of weird dystopian future, and thank God it is the future, because I hate when we watch these shows, and they show the future, and it's like... 1987? You know, <laughs> 2008, yeah, or whatever. You're like, okay. Uh, so, yeah, and it turns out there's the Daleks have literally invaded Earth. Yeah. Uh, this is the Dalek invasion of Earth, but it's sort of at that, you know, the end game scenario. They, they sort of have won. The Daleks have invaded uh, Earth. And the, uh, what results is an epic, sprawling epic of the human resistance against the Dalek uh, overlords. Uh, this was written by, well, Terry Nation, of, of course. Of course. Uh, and it was directed by uh, Richard Martin, uh, old Dicky Boy Martin, uh, who was uh, behind the camera on this one. Dan, after that, uh, what seem it's it seems like I wrote that in, that, that down before I started talking, but I actually ad libbed it. That whole thing Dan, was ad libbed. 
Yeah, what did you think of uh, the Dalek invasion of Earth? Or, as I like to call it, goodbye, Susan. Aww. Uh, yeah. I, uh, goodbye, horses. I, goodbye, horses. I enjoyed this, uh, from what I can remember of it, I don't know, time yeah. is just bleeding into... I don't understand how it even works anymore. Um, I really did enjoy the story. It was uh, a six-parter, which whenever we yep. see that we have these long part... Uh, Many part stories, especially when they're in black and white, most especially when they're missing whole episodes, which was not the case in this one, thank goodness. Um, we, I, I tend to get a little bit anxious about it because they tend to be a little bit um, longer than they necessarily need to be. But I think with the, this one, the amount of story packed into these six episodes uh, with the side characters and the people that we meet on earth and the resistance and what's happening with the Daleks. There's, there's a lot of moving parts going on. There's at, at one point, three separate stories um, taking place as the group splits up. And I don't feel like any of them were, um, I think every one of them, let me put it in a positive way. I think every one of them, every one of those stories was actually playing a part that uh, worked well together. Um, they were all interesting. Um, and, and carrying the story forward, and you got to see each of the individual companions. As we see, like Barbara splits up um, from the group and goes off to uh, do a, drive a truck. Drive a truck. She, she fulfills her lifelong dream <laughs> of becoming a straight uh, up death race two thousand murders <laughs> Daleks on the street. And they're like, "Wow!" And she's like, "That was kind of fun." Great. No, what else can I kill? Life. Yeah, um, yeah. And you, Dirty and, Barbara and the big hair is my favorite part of yeah. Uh, Dirty Barbara Doctor Who, maybe. Yeah. Where she's just like dirty Barbara and her yeah, hair is huge. Uh, huge, and she's just out for blood. <laughs> just maniacal Barbara. Um, you got Ian off trying to sneak into that mining uh, camp. Anyway, all the all the different threads going together. I'm just saying, I think they all worked really well. The only problem that I have is um, Susan still tends to be a little overwrought in everything that yeah. she does. Um, but you know, by the end of the story, that's taken care of. So uh, overall, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed this story. Eric, generally speaking, what did you think of the Dalek Invasion of Earth? Generally speaking, I think I match uh, you one hundred percent. I think that was uh, all of my thoughts. Cool. And now I feel like I have nothing to say. Okay, great. I'm a little sad. No, I lo- I I thought this was fantastic. Yeah, and I'm a little bit harder on the older stories. But this one was really good. Like, as you said, you know, everybody splits up. It's got a huge epic feel. Uh, All the different little parts are like little mini stories. That's what I like Mm -hmm. about these longer stories is when they all have one through line that you could follow. But each one feels like mini stories. Like you have, like, I think it's towards the end. Maybe it's part four or actually I think it's part five when Barbara and the woman who I'm blanking on find their way to that like old woman and her yes. her granddaughter, her daughter cabin. And it's all kind of weird. And they steal the, they offer food and they're kind enough to offer food and then they steal the food and then they end up turning them into the Daleks. Like that whole scene mm-hmm. was a Dalek story, but it also was some other weird being lost in the woods and then finding a witch in the woods and she's going to eat. Like, yeah, it had like a great feel and it felt really spooky. And then there's all there's that whole story with the guy trying to find his brother and then he finds his brother and then he has like, to kill so his brother. <laughs> yeah, the, all of all of it, it just worked really well. It was just really a well executed mm-hmm. epic 
Dalek story that I thought was great. And I think it's part two or three when they go to the surface and there's like the iconic shot of the of the Daleks crossing the bridge and it yeah. evokes all this Nazi feeling and imagery and everything. And it, it was just so well made. This is one of easily one of my favorite Dalek stories. Yeah. Of the classic era, you know, Genesis of the Daleks is always going to have my my heart but this was this was i thought really good and i like this one a lot more not that there was anything really wrong with the first dalek story which from season one which we did uh but this was sort of i feel like they're finding their way about what this villain is and i do like the the rewriting that goes on or the um where they're like yeah, the last time they were only only worked on metal, metal yeah. surfaces, and they're like, "Oh yeah, but you have to understand," and like they're just sort of a retconning, like well, all that stuff. I thought that was good, yeah. but Ian was great. Yeah, Ian was super good. I love Barbara. I'll always have a, a spot in my heart for Barbara, and I feel like this was Barbara at her most barbarist. <laughs> Barbaric. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree with you again on on um, the grant on Susan. Yeah, like I just, although I did like the love scenes or the like the little yeah i'm gonna hit you in the face with fish like all that stuff and they're having that weird fish a little on the nose but it was like there was a lot of emotion so i mean as 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 far as her acting and stuff goes those scenes were good but yeah she's always goes to like a hundred in the fear and screaming and hiding and whatever but i it was, it was good all around. I would just say about Susan, I agree with that. I I want to say that I don't have a problem with the actress. I think what she, the work that she is doing is very good. I don't like how they write Susan. So the fact that she has to play these, you know, uh, damsel in distress all the time and that she's constantly, she has the weakest ankles in the entire universe. Um, like, that's not her fault. The actress's fault, I think, um... Carolyn Ford did a, did a fine job, and I think that when you see those the the love scenes, and then when we get to the end, um, you know how she deals with being set free or left behind, however you want to see it. I think she did a great job. I just wish they had written Susan a little bit differently. They took all of the um, the agency um, that a woman should have, and in some cases, when they made when they even thought about it, they gave it all to Barbara. Um, so it was nice to actually see her be able to take charge. Um, when she was off having her own adventure with uh, Jenny, is the woman's name. Crabby oh, Jenny. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it, it would have been nice had Susan had a, a little bit more of a personality rather than just being a plot point that you need to rescue her all the time. So, um, Yeah, no, I agree. And I, she did, like she really did a good job with a lot of nonverbal acting. Like yes. all the conflict with that scene between the doctor and her talking about like the hole in her shoes yes. and the doctor's like i'm gonna fix it but she's obviously she's got a problem he can't fix and like all of the uh stuff in her face and everything and she doesn't want to she's got to tell the doctor she, she wants to stay with the guy and she doesn't know if she should stay with the guy but she also feels obligated to stay with the doctor to to help yeah, him as well what, yeah. like yeah so it's, she's, it's she's duty versus she's conflicted between mm-hmm. those two things yeah. um so let's let's talk about maybe some of the uh characters that are introduced in this story the like the early cyberman like it was like the cyberman yeah. But not Cybermen. Ro- Robomen. Uh, but it's it's almost like did Terry Nation invent the Cybermen, right. or because he didn't on paper? But that's very much a Cyberman thing. But yes, what I was going to say is that helmet. Like they looked like those French toilet paper <laughs> uh, people. You know what I'm talking Quick, about? Google. Like, they had like toilet paper. 
for their face French. and their uh, the European listeners were all I'm talking about and they're pulling toilet paper and they were they were like the bumpers of like Saturday morning cartoons in the 70s and 80s would show these people and they had like this head thing on with toilet paper and i think they were french it was some kind of mind it was like blue man group with before blue man group but they oh. had toilet paper what is you know what i don't know i i'm google searching and it's like the are you talking about like the inner cardboard board of the toilet paper no, because they would have like a full no, thing of toilet paper you... and, and they would be like pulling the toilet paper <laughs> down to show that they were sad. Or they would have like two toilet paper eyes. Oh. And I think, I think, think it was French. Oh, I kind it was of. some kind right. of. Mi- and they would wear like black turtlenecks. And like it was just all this weird uh, avant garde. That's what I was thinking of every time I saw the. Womanshots. Womanshots. Stu- yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> I kept thinking of them when I was seeing those cyber oh men, my goodness uh, humans uh, with those dumb headsets or head head uh, helmets on. That is quite amazing. Thank you for that. Yeah, there you go. It was a lo- it was a long journey, but it, it was, was worth it. It, it was yeah. absolutely worth it. Um, yeah, no, that is. I but that's not what you were going to say. What we were going to talk about is yes, uh, Professor X in the wheelchair. Sure, but no, no, no. We, we, suicide let's, of let's love. Let's talk about the, the. I don't know. If there's anything more to say about them, but the the, the robot Robo Men was was a very interesting thing to have in this story. So, I mean, we've all watched the story, but let's just set, setting the stage. This has been at least a decade on after the Daleks have invaded Earth and basically taken it over, and they're mining for something, and people don't know exactly what it's for, and they've subjugated the planet, and there's a you know factions of humans that are trying to resist apparently everything's centered in in england um i don't know what's happening in the rest of the world who cares right. screw it um the only way to the earth's core is through um the outskirts of um the countryside of england um uh, but, but, but so what we have is uh the the workforce of the, on the planet is humans that have been converted to be under Dalek control, and they're the Robomen. But they definitely did feel very much like Cybermen. Cybermans. Um, when is the first time that we actually see the Cybermen? That's the Tomb of the Cybermen. But what... Uh, well, is Tomb the I, first time we saw them? I don't, I tomb is actually the first remember. time we saw them in our... Our, we saw yeah, so I, I might be yeah, yeah, mixing yeah. them up. I might actually be but wrong. But I'm, I'm, I'm sure they no, were probably the first one. appeared before that. Could, could be. We could actually do research on this, but we're not going yeah, to. We're it's not going fine. to. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a very interesting thing that you had these uh, humans that were taken over and controlled by the dogs, and there was no way to save them. There was none of this, um, oh, if we can just flip the master switch, they'll all come back. Like, they were basically walking dead. Um, there was no way to save them, which I thought was... A, th- it, yeah, it, I th- that was my favorite detail yeah. about all of it was when they're explaining the way it burns people out. Yeah. And it was so dark that when they lose the power or whatever, they're separated from their helmet, they would bash their heads against rocks and just like, I was like, oh, that was pretty rough. Right, right, right. Well, there was a was... lot of darkness, I thought, in this whole storyline. But That's that exactly image right. of someone bashing their head in was... Uh, it's pretty powerful. Yeah, that was the... Oh, so the Tenth Planet was the first uh, appearance of the Cybermen. Sorry about that. Anyway, um, we didn't review that one, so I'm not aware of it. So, what was I saying? Oh, I was saying that, uh, yeah, I was going to uh, agree that the, the dark overtones of the story are something that I really appreciate. Especially, I don't want to get in trouble here because I really haven't watched a lot of recent Who. But I feel oh. like so much of it is very... Hmm, 
family friendly in a way that feels almost too safe. Um, and this just felt very dark. I mean, there's they, especially for no, 1964, yeah, like they're, they're, we, they're talking about things like when they when Susan and um, her her love interest guy number five, I can't remember his name. He was he was he was kind of nondescript to me, honestly. Like I like that she had a love interest, but um, was his name? No, it wasn't Tyler. I don't remember which one it was. David? It was David. Sure. Yeah. It was David. I mean, who even knows? Classic because he really David. had he really had no personality. Anyway, what I was going to say is they, they go down into the sewers, and he mentions to her that like not all humans are natural allies against the Cybermen. Some people will do anything to uh, to survive. So we have that representation. We have the like you said before the the witchy woman and. Uh, I'm assuming her daughter in the in the yeah, forest, yeah, daughter or granddaughter or whatever. Great, stick it on that. Yeah, like and what's to your point about it being you know not as dark as it was, or there's like an element of darkness to these older ones. Mm-hmm. Like y- y- she gives the food to the to the old woman, and like the the sort of the trope would be. Oh, it, she's showing generosity. Then they're going to give. You know, it's like you help someone out; they're going to help you out, and that's the lesson. But she gives the food, and then they immediately grab her bag, steal it, and steal the, the other rest of the food. food right there. Yeah, and then like she's punished for her good deed, and then punished even further yep. when she's turned in. But and then they they at least layer another element, and the old woman sort of looks out the window, and there's just that shot of her saying they would have gotten caught anyway. Right. So like, there's a justification in her head to why she did it, and I. All of that was so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the obvious, as you mentioned before, the iconic scenes of the the Daleks going across the bridge and um, the the you know Nazi references uh, throughout in, in terms of tone. Um, it definitely had that that feeling of collaborators and um, yeah, it was very dark and just I, I really appreciated that. But there was still you know the the hope throughout. You have uh, what was the scientist named Dortman? The wheelchair yes. scientist, <laughs> Doctor yeah, Doctor Wheelchair Dorman, yeah. um, you know, trying to help rally people around the world to see that if they can have one successful attack against uh, the Daleks, that would be enough to get people to continue to struggle. So he's you know inventing this bomb. Yeah, and he invents a bomb that doesn't work at first, and he's got to be presented with the fact that all those people died. And I thought that was great. Too. Can we? Yeah, can we talk about that a little bit? So. We have we we see that Dortmund has has created this bomb. They come up with a plan where they're going to Barbara. Yes, Barbara's the, the one who actually you know figures out. Oh, several several times she's got like her hand up in class, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, that's a pretty good idea, Barbara." Hey, like it happens then, and it happens again at the end when she tells the doctor. I think she's like, "Oh, I figured out that this is how we can control this the the cyber. What are the Cybermen? Human controlled people Ro- called?" Robomen. Mm-hmm. We could tell the Robomen to attack, yes. you know, to turn on the Daleks. She's like, "That's a great idea." Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go on. No, go you're on right. I mean, that's saying. Barbara had so much to do in this story. Um, so much, you know, agency. Uh, but you're talking about so, the plan. So, so the when plan. They go they're going to go the go to the, the landed uh, craft and uh, sneak in as though they're taking in prisoners <laughs> and try to blow it up. I guess what was a little like, how well did the did the bombs not work there at all, or because you 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 hear them explode, but you never see any of it on the screen? And yeah, it was very confusing to me as to how successful that was. Especially later, when the last time we see Dortmund, 
he's going to sacrifice himself. And for whatever reason, I'm not because because he was slowing them down. I guess that's why he was sacrificing himself. Well, I guess he knew they were coming and they were going to catch them. So anyway. he and so he was buying them okay, time okay. to to, to get, get out. out. So he goes out with one of his bombs. Yeah, he tosses, and he tosses his bombs, bomb, but it doesn't. What, do they work? It didn't I don't do a know. thing because. <laughs> so I I don't know if it is because they didn't want. To spend them. Did it not do a thing? They didn't though? want to spend Maybe the money those... to show them blowing up or whatever. But he yeah. throws it. There's like a little smoke puff in front. And the, the Daleks that are there are still standing. And two seconds later, there's Daleks entering into the uh, department store where they had been hiding. I don't know if it's the same Daleks or there was a larger right, force. Right. But it's just unclear that anything he was doing had any real effect. He was not good Apparently at not. inventing no. things. He actually did, you know, he just liked the idea. He wasn't even a, a scientist. He was actually a cobbler. Um, so, in a way, it's actually even darker because, you know, it's this false hope that he's he's planning this thing that'll, that'll eventually work, but it never really does succeed. Well, I don't know if it was that... Yeah, I don't know if it was that dark, but answer well, no, your first question, or to try to answer your first question. I think it didn't work, and I think, doesn't he say something along the lines of, like, because of their outer casing or something, he the needs Dalek to tweak the, Yeah, the, 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 um, the formula. Yeah. Because the guy That's comes right. in, and he's like, your bomb... I think he yeah, says, like, yeah. your bomb didn't work, and how many did we lose? I think everybody. Right, 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 right. Uh, but it just and then he event, tweaks it, and then he doesn't even work. I don't think that's that's what I just kind of get at. Like he just yeah. never really. But I, it just like yeah, there truly are a resistance army against a much greater foe, and they keep losing, but they keep pushing, yes. which is uh, which makes them that much more heroic. So I like yeah. yeah the way that they they really portray. It. It's a very dark and very um uh I don't sexy? know what word you were gonna say sexy. Sexy, yeah, sexy. sexy. It was very dark and very sexy. Yeah, definitely. And you got to see like it was when the the, the Ian and the Doctor are doing their little exploring of the uh, warehouse or whatever. You see like the uh, the Battersea Power Station, yeah, which is the cover of Animals, like the the Pink Floyd oh. album. So I was like, I was like, oh, well, that was pretty cool to see that image. <laughs> That's the thing. That with was the, for you. No, I know, I know. Four towers, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. and there was like a pig fl- floating over. <laughs> Which I thought right. was a nice, nice touch. That's amazing they did that in advance. Um, <laughs> hey, where did the uh, where did that creature come from? The what was it? The don't know the Slytherin. The Slytherin. Sl- yeah, Slytherin. No, yes, the, the Slytherin. The, the sl- yeah. Slytherin. Don't know how. Don't know. Yeah. Well, they talk about we we should probably talk about the plague, right? So there, yeah. it, it's kind of an appropriate thing to to watch now because no. there is like a bio attack that the Daleks release first, right? That oh yeah, sort of the decimates the population, right. and from the, that maybe these weird mutations occurred because there's that like slithering monster that exists in that in that one camp, and then they talk about I think like. The wolves, are right, or the dogs. The dogs have gone wild, that, but I mean, yeah. But but yeah, you could yeah, imagine maybe. that maybe they're deformed or, or mutated. You could imagine some, that, but they don't say. It. But yeah, but yeah. There's that whole. There's a whole bio attack that happened before, sort of the Daleks rolled in. Okay, I'll buy on top that. Of everything it else. just it, it was but just a weird that, yeah. thing to throw in there. I not that I didn't appreciate it. Like sure, let's have a let's have a creature there as well as the Daleks. But like, it wasn't explained and could have been done. It, that the function of it could have been served any number of ways. It could have just been, yeah. No, but you know, I, I agree at, with at you. certain point, how many times can you go down a corridor and get stopped by Robomen or Cybermen? Like that just happens so many times in these in right. this story I, I, that okay, let's introduce something else there. 
Yeah, I feel like I agree with you. I feel like that was the weakest part of the story, and and felt more like we need to have a monster for the kids. Yes, maybe that so is it. So give actually. us this, and then they did it, and makes for a cliffhanger. Yeah. Crazy cliffhangers too. I like when they stick Ian. Ian's in like that drilling Love it. canister. Yeah, he was in, he was in the bomb. Out. He was in the bomb. And they have yeah, they got that cool miniature of the Dalek and stuff yeah. that they shot, and then he rewires it and moves his legs so he doesn't fall. That 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 was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually really... Ian was good in this. What's up? I said Ian was good in this. I feel like he was a good see that like spy james bond because he's in a suit the whole time that he's doing it I, right I, I liked i enjoyed it. getting progressively dirtier and more ruffled as he goes <laughs> yes. uh yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely hammer, had a lot to do but... i i i just want to go back to that i i love that cliffhanger that he gets he gets encased inside the bomb and is gonna get dropped down those miniatures i think worked really well um as you see it kind of coming down, you see you pass like the the scaffolding, and there's the Dalek on the outside. That that looked awesome. Uh, what was funny is like he's just frantically grabbing wires and twisting them together. Yes. Just re- like how does he know what he's like, doing? Literally, I feel like the, the actor was like, I can't get this wire to rip out, so I'll just go grab. Like there was just whatever, yeah. just grab whatever, and the things open up, and he falls through the floor, goes sliding down, and at that speed hits a wall. And just passes out. Just gently yeah, passes out and takes a nap. There's it's so like much his like brains would have exploded. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's so much head trauma so in much. all of these old shows. Like people are constantly hitting people in the head with objects, yeah. and like no one ever really gets hurt. Yeah. But in reality, it would be a much different just story. blood people everywhere, bleeding out of their nose and their ears, and uh, concussions abound. Um, but speaking of Ian, one bit about Ian in the very beginning. Mm. Was when they first land and they're just like walking around and Susan causes this avalanche that like takes the, the bridge, bridge down, out. Yeah. But when she falls, she looks like it's almost a serious fall. Maybe she's hurt her leg and that is a thing. She hurts her mm-hmm. leg. But off camera, you just hear Ian go like, oh, Susan. And it's like this <laughs> weighted oh, Susan of like years of having to deal with this woman. <laughs> and she could be terribly hurt. He's like, oh, Jesus. Again, every planet we land on. Oh, Susan, oh, Susan. you dope. So yeah. the bridge falls down. A girder falls in front of the TARDIS door so they can't get in, so they can't leave. But then they just, they felt obliged yeah, to weird. stay there to try to fix the planet. No, because and the doctor yeah, is like, let's just go well, just remember that uh, people will want to know why you're trying to get into a phone box, right? It's like what people? Yeah, what are you, what are you talking well, they didn't. About? They didn't know at that point what was going on. They didn't had. They didn't realize that. No, but it was yes. just so because I think Ian's like, let's go find. All I need is like I don't forget what he needs. He's like, I just need a set, needed an acetylene torch or something to yeah melt. It yeah, down. I just needed a acetylene torch. He's like, maybe it's we can go to that plan. warehouse. He's like, yeah, but people will want to know what you need it for. So. Let's so instead, just let's just go that. explore the planet and figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, guys, you can just get back in the TARDIS and boogie on out Poor of there. Poor Susan, man. But that's cool. Um, I wonder, actually. So so this is what year? 2030-something? 2040-something? No, this is... Is it 21-something? Oh, 2164. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not it's the near a, it's future. Good... It's the very far future from us. Okay. Right. Um... Is this, I'm sure it is, this is canon then, that at some point in Earth's history, the Daleks actually came and took over the entire planet, and then... And then tried to drive it. And tried to drive it. That was the, okay, so that was their ultimate goal. Let's talk about that for a second. Which is a thing that's happened in Doctor Who since, since where yes. people are trying to pilot the Earth around. Yeah. That is... 
a strange, a strange thing plan. to try to do. And another strange thing is I don't know if I was tired, uh-huh. but I'm not quite still sure what the doctor uh, the Daleks were mining because they're like it's life itself and like they're those madmen. Yeah. But what are they what are they okay. what are they getting? Here's my understanding. Of life yes, my understanding of it is the they earth. they weren't mining for anything. They were mining to get deep enough to drop a charge into the crust of the earth to explode that, let the liquid core out. So it's hollow. Okay. It means that there's no more gravity. I don't think that's how science works, but whatever. And then they can then pilot the ship, uh, pilot the the planet like a ship, in right, order anywhere to they do, wanted to go. In order to, I don't think we know that part. They just wanted to. Uh, they were they wanted to go for a joyride. Right? Yeah, like they said, so they could say to go anywhere we wanted sure. to go. Sure. Okay. Great. Because uh, they didn't have they only, the one of them had their learners. The black <laughs> right. Right. But <laughs> but the guy does say like. Those monsters yes. are trying to get the building blocks of life. It wasn't was quite like, oh, that. Yeah, you're, I know what you're talking about. He didn't quite say that, like but he that. said something along the lines of, like, the doctor was theorizing about what they were doing, and then that basically, like, the the Earth's core is something to do with, like, the life force, I guess, of, like, the planet or something, that they could direct it in order to... I don't... Honestly, I'm unclear. I don't know how the doctor's making logical leaps in that way that ended up... You know, normally when the doctor makes a logical leap that there's no way that the viewer could actually arrive at the same conclusion, it's like, oh, he's just a genius and totally right, and it's always the case. I don't think he was actually right in this case. Like, I don't think that he necessarily knew that was gonna, that's what was going to happen. It wasn't until we got the Black Daleks exposition catching everybody up on what was happening. As you guys know, for the past 20 years, we've been trying to do this thing. Um. Yeah, uh, but it's okay. So cool, cool. Um, cool. Why bro. was it Earth? Why would you? Obviously, it's because we needed a story. But like, why the Earth, a habited, an inhabited planet that you need to drill out in order to drive it around? To drive it. Um. Could it not be another planet? Do they need it to be Earth because they needed some? Um. Well, that's why I that I thought it had something to do with that the life essence, or there was something that they wanted about the Earth that they were going to use. Maybe just our population as workers. That must, yeah, sure. Because because once you build a helmet to those specifications, it only fits on so many species. You know, it's like that's all you can pretty much use it for. And I like the whole helmet thing when they find it, and they're like, "Oh, this must be future." It's like the worst looking future tech. Yeah. That you've ever seen, yeah. and like also the the Daleks had those uh, communicator devices on the back. Well, that was the disc. Was the thing that allowed them to work the disc. to, to uh, roll. I hated but that part. Them to, that's the thing that allowed them to roll on non-metallic yes. surfaces. Somehow. Non-metallic. But sure. I, as far as the design, it just felt yes. so clunky sure. and de- like someone put a dinner plate on the back of a Dalek, and now they can. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like that. Uh, it's so thing. funny that that was like. Oh, they can go on ground now because there's that plate on the back. Like, there's how did you? Doesn't matter. That's fine. We'll just sure, sure it is. All right. Do you do you have anything else? Because should we jump into the Susan uh, is gone forever? I mean, I knew fine. she left, and obviously it's in the opening of our the the Doctor speech to Susan has been in the opening of the old Doctor Who show since its beginning. And I didn't actually. Know I where didn't it came realize from. that it came. I didn't realize it came so soon just thinking this is only the second season yeah. she, she was only in the first season now is this the last story of season two is this like the season two cliffhanger 
Uh, you know, I or don't think like so. I think the next story I'm going to look it up right now is called The Rescue, which is also no. So this isn't no. even the end of the second no. season. So she's. I wasn't. Ex- I knew she was leaving, but I didn't expect it when I watched this story that this was the one she was leaving in until they started to seed it. Yes. In that when the romance started and her boyfriend is like, you know, what he says something like, you know, you can start. A, she. Oh no, she says that sad line about never mm-hmm. feeling mm-hmm. like she belongs anywhere. Right. She's always out of time, out of place. Yeah. Which was very uh, sad. Yeah. And I actually felt for her. And then he's like, you know, you can just start new. I don't remember. What he sure. Says. He says something better than than what I did. No, I don't know. You pretty much nailed it. But yeah, did you know? Did you know this was her end? Uh, going into going it? into it, no. And then at some point, I I yeah, came like across no, I came across thing. something that said that this was uh, her, and I, I, I so I kind of spoiled it a little bit for myself because it really isn't until there's moments like that where yes, you could have seen this is foreshadowing. This is what's going to happen, and then obviously in the in the last episode of the story it becomes much more clear that that's what's going to happen i do wish i didn't know that that was coming um but yeah okay so let's yeah. let's, let's, let's talk about it and i even building up to the you know that scene between the doctor and his granddaughter mm-hmm. i love barbara again where ian is just being a dope and just like talking to them and she's like going trying to get him to leave and she eventually just drags right. him off i was like oh barbara yeah Dirty Barbara and your big hair. Um, so, I mean, so how do you? I'm sorry, I just hit a wall. <laughs> what is this? It? You hit a wall. Oh, uh, in general, I feel like oh I, we we've already beaten this to death. She's not my favorite companion. She's her height for me, and where I liked her the most was the weird '60s go-go. Susan that we saw in An Earthly Child, that part one mm-hmm. before 101 BC. And while we haven't watched a lot of her stuff, maybe it's not fair to, to judge it based on, I don't know, what we saw, two or three stories sure. with her. I have never liked her as much as that until sort of a few, these moments in this story where I felt that she she was at least had interesting material to work with. Right. right. But most of the time, I found her to be very irritating just because she was always screaming and always just unable to sort of function yeah right yeah so she I, was I mean, she was just I'm, always I'm that damsel happy to i'm happy to see her go and that feels mean um but but it was her time so how, what do you think of the the doctor's manner of setting her free if you want to be charitable about it like he goes into the tardis locks the door double locks the door <laughs> double locked and uh speaks to her through the like external communications instead of actually saying goodbye to her in person it was a it was a choice (laughs) what what, how did that how did that strike you i well backing up before that i felt like this was one of my favorite hartnell stories too i thought he was really good we should talk let's go back and talk about some hartnell later too yes yeah he had some great moments he wasn't he was uh, he's always been a curmudgeonly character but he was very likable i found in this and like even the stuff with susan and her boyfriend and susan's like oh we should do this and he's like no we should go back to the tardis and she and she's like no we should do this idea and then he talks to her boyfriend and he sides with her idea and she's like, yeah, that's a great idea, whatever. Blah, blah. Well, yeah, but the- I thought that was a, a good little moment where between the yes, three of them. Yes, I agree. Um, but at the end, yeah, that was a little strange. Maybe he was just locking 
her out so she wouldn't even get it. Like, he was making the decision for her and making it sort of easier. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was a story thing and they needed to add that and he couldn't be on set that day or (laughs) she couldn't be on set that day and they couldn't be together. So they shot the video to have it on. I don't know. I mean, I wonder how much of it was, like you said, to not give Susan an option. That's the way. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I read it, and that's also how much of it was it. to not give, so the doctor wouldn't allow himself to get swayed by her. Perhaps yeah. if he was there with her, and she said, "No, Grandpa, I want to stay with you. Uh, I need to help you." Blah, blah blah. He he would have been persuaded to stay with her. So I I thought that was it was interesting, and it was very much in character for this doctor who has moments of compassion. Obviously deeply has 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 deep feelings for the people he's with even if he expresses it in different ways and curmudgeonly is a good you know descriptor for him um but i think it fits with his character so well to kind of force this decision and say this is what's going to happen but it was there was that moment i mean he he knows that she's not going to be able to make the choice willingly she's felt feels too obligated yes so he he's tough loving her yeah uh to a better life yeah the, the, and I just love I, we talked about it before, but I just love that they wrote in that shoe thing. Like it's such a small yeah. thing about the shoe and the hole in the shoe, and like you didn't need I'll to have it. that, but the fact that they had that was just like such a good moment between the two of them and him constantly trying to take care of her and her really needing to learn how to take care of herself. Yeah, I mean, he says he'll, he'll go into the TARDIS and fix it for her. It was kind of a nice yeah. little thing. Um, the amount of time that Susan spends. After the TARDIS dematerializes, she's standing where it was, and uh, the boyfriend David, sure, is standing behind her, kind of waiting for her to kind of, to accept it, and then reaches out yeah. his hand, and she it, it almost reluctantly takes it. Like I don't feel maybe it's okay, maybe it's actually a good thing, but you don't see. I didn't see on her face that she really accepted the decision. And had embraced that this is what she's going to do and that it was the right thing. She takes his hand from behind without looking at him. She still is kind of processing. You see it on her face as she's trying to come to terms with it and then walks off with him. He puts his arm around her. She puts her arm around him. But it doesn't ever feel like, to me, she has decided in that moment that, yes, this is my future. I'm going to – I'm happy about it. She's – and not that she should in the space of, like, two minutes after traveling with her grandfather for this long, but – I like the seeming ambiguity of that, that it isn't so cleanly resolved mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, and it, I'm glad they took time with it. Like, a lot of these times, a companion leaves, you get maybe a minute, two minutes. Like, bye-bye, Sarah Jane. Um, but they, See ya. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that's uh, the standout is the worst. Yeah. But at least it was like, this, they, had, they had six episodes, so they had plenty of time for the story, and you knew, like, it was 15 minutes to go, and everything's been resolved. So and here's, now there's just the Susan stuff to work yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. I mean, you wanted to talk about Hartnell. Well, the main unless thing, you have more Susan stuff. The main thing I wanted to touch on was what you had said uh, with the Doctor Susan and the nude scene. That was I was not expecting. But I mean, the kiss was so passionate; it felt real, like yeah, really. and so small, so <laughs> terribly small. No, Wait, what? what? <laughs> we're watching. We're watching something else. Is- um, that uh, uh uh no we 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 already talked about it. the 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 moment between the doctor and Su- uh, Susan she's proposing a, a course of action the doctor says no it should be blah 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 um and then mm-hmm. the boyfriend comes along and does the perfect thing and defers to the doctor yes. while at the yeah, same yeah. time proposing what Susan wanted to do and the doctor's convinced by that and 
maybe that's the thing. He's like, he decides, oh, this is a good guy. She can, she can live out her life with him. He's the appropriate match for her because yeah, he, he was his a ego was very flattered. respectful. Yep. Yeah, very respectful gentleman caller. Sure, uh, almost yeah. asked for her hand. Um, I mean, the doctor almost gets turned into a Roboman, which was good. Uh, the amount of times people just get battered around. The doctor is is drugged and and uh, can't use his legs and has to get carried around. The uh, when Ian goes into the mine, about that. goes into the mine with um, minor character number three, who's looking for his brother, and they're in in yeah. the mine cart and they have to jump out of it. And Ian's just like, this is the other thing too. It's like it's like the whole people getting hit on the head. They'd have head injuries and be dead immediately. Yeah. They're on top of the mine cart. He's like, it's just a fifteen foot drop. Like that's a story and a half. It's, it's and fine. The, Ian jumps down and like. He's fine. The other guy lands on his knee, which was oh god, that's so gross. Um, yeah, it's just the amount of people that just constantly get hurt, and Susan, of course, leading off the entire thing by immediately breaking her ankle. Perfect. She's that happens so often to to characters, particularly female always. companions. Yes. Leg injuries. Yep. They're always hurting their legs. Even you go as far as the um, Colin Baker era with. Uh, was Tegan was in the Colin Baker or just Peter Davison? I don't remember, but yes. throughout Peter Davison and maybe Colin, Colin Baker, Baker Tegan yeah. was always yeah. limping around. It was like that's like the go-to because they run so much in corridors. Like let's just hurt someone's well, leg. They also it's happened to Barbara. They run so often in corridors Susan, while wearing heels. Like they still. Like, I always make a reference to it when I notice it. And I was looking at this one when um, when Barbara and uh, uh, Crotchety Jenny are pushing Doctor Wheelchair. Uh, down the cobblestones, and you see them like they are hauling ass as they're pushing them down down the street. I don't think they are actually wearing heels, but they are wearing very narrow, like very uncomfortable looking shoes, and they're being forced to push this guy in a wheelchair all around London. Um, it's just <laughs> yeah, no 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 shit. They're gonna end up like breaking an ankle. Like uh, poor things. Um, yeah, that happens quite a bit. Else. Is there any, any any other meat left on this bone, or did we? No, I don't know. I feel like we've probably covered everything. I think we both felt uh, the same way. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Cool. I'm good. Uh, before we get into the feedback, uh, I was checking the schedule out today, and Uh-oh. our next story is the invasion, which is a Trouton story. But I just want to raise the idea that it is. Eight parts, Ooh. and two of the parts are missing. Oh no, and not again! Animated. Didn't we talk about this and with a- our, our listeners? I don't know that. Well, that's what I was going to say. Did we bring this up and then we decided we were going to do it anyway because it's so good, uh, or is it terrible? If it's terrible and you're hearing this, please immediately. We've already had this conversation. I'm sure uh, this is the one. Contact we talked about. us because I don't want to do any animated ones. Well, I don't know. If, was it animated or or telesnaps? It says, well, that's a good question. Uh, what, what Wikipedia is saying, it was the first incomplete Doctor Who serial oh, okay. to, be, to be released with full-length animated yes. reconstructions yes. of its two missing episodes. Yes. So is that full animation or is that the So we've talked show? about this before. I'm going back in our emails. Thank you, folks, for uh, writing in previously when we had this exact discussion about it a couple yep, weeks ago. I can't remember. We this it's uh, uh, so this was uh, from our friend on Twitter, Hair of the Hound. Conrad says um, the invasion is a fan favorite and a real must. Yes, it's eight episodes, but it's completely worth it. Hmm? Two episodes are right, we'll animated and absolutely beautiful. Said in okay. italics, done by top level, very expensive animation studio, which will, they will never afford again. 
Um, okay, so that italic beautiful is not sarcasm. It does not feel like a sarcasm in this context. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally great. You should absolutely watch it. Um, this is it has Zoe, Jamie, the Brigadier, first appearance of, of Benton. Um, All right, fine, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll what sit else do we have these. to do? What else do you have to do? That's fine. It's the eight parts yes. and then two of those parts being animated made me a little nervous. But maybe that'll make it feel but, broken uh, up. You know, it'll break it up in the middle fine. and we'll be, it'll be great. And truth be told, we really don't have that many Troughton. And he obviously is the one that most of his stories were yeah. erased. So I guess we have to just We're doing do it. it. Thanks thanks for letting so us revisit for the decision we already made, folks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so after... After this airs, uh, that's our next show. So if you can sit through it with us and watch uh, The Invasion, the Troughton episode, uh, by May 13th. But uh, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about this. Did anyone (laughs) contact us to tell us what they thought of the uh, Dalek Invasion of Earth? Um, Very little feedback, actually. I was surprised because this seems like a pretty monumental story given the fact that we... Uh, eighty-six. Yeah, we, we say goodbye to a companion. <laughs> it's the second uh, Dalek story. It's, yeah, it's a. Uh, but we did we, establishes a lot of their uh, lore. Yeah. We did get two pieces of feedback on Twitter, so thank you for that. Um, uh, Nitro Nine says uh, about this story: it can be a bit of a slog, but it has everything I wish modern Dalek stories had. It's a war story with a full cast of sympathetic characters. Yes, agree. A uh, story of humanity banding together. A good True. branching out Check. of the Dalek mythos, making them a universal threat. And that goodbye, crying face emoji. Yeah, um, agree. Yeah. We didn't actually really agree t- on all. We of didn't that. really talk about the speech, but I mean, you guys hear it in the beginning of this of our of our yeah. theme I intro. Will which come we, back. You and I, does he come back? Is she oh, ever okay. in? I feel like she is in maybe one of these multi doctor specials. Along the way. If only there Although was I feel a like way. we did it. Did, did we ever see her? I don't recall that we ever seen I her. I mean, there's like five doctors, two doctors, three doctors. 85 doctors. doctors and a, yeah. Zero doctors. Um, yeah. So I don't know if we... Let's see. I'm going to look real quick. We're going to do this live, folks. We're doing it live. Um, Dalek Invasion of Earth was the last one. 20th anniversary special, five doctors. Um, apparently she was in. And Series 7, The Name of the Doctor. What was the okay. name of the Doctor? Okay, I found this on the web for 7, The Name of the Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, okay. The Name of the Doctor is the one with Clara, and she's going back through the Doctor's timeline. So that's just like a flash of Susan. That doesn't actually count. Did the, Speaking of new Doctor Who, because I'm going to anger that one guy that gave us a bad review. Let's do it. He's, he's not listening anymore Who. anyway. Did Clara and the... And the he was flying around space in a diner at one point, right? The, Did yes, I that was the end of it. Did they ever pay that nope, off? That was the end. That was that was her going off into the universe with. Um, but I mean, but since then, they me. never. You never. She's never returned in the diner. That seems like just something throwing out a, a nice piece of. Uh, if I don't eat steak, but if you like steak, it's floating steak for another writer. To, I think that was very much to, um, to that. novelization fodder. So they can just take okay. stories off of that. Oh, so we did see the five doctors, and apparently, is she in it? Yeah, she was in it playing uh, an older version of herself. 
I yeah, I so don't we, I, that, I, I, I knew that we saw I kind of remember that in it. it and we we reviewed it. Yeah, don't no <laughs> recollection whatsoever. Just didn't, you know, by that point though, honestly, I think we had seen one story with Susan. Yeah, so, yeah, it was very new to yeah. us. At that anyway, point, that so. feels I feel horrible in about our that. defense. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the other bit of a Twitter feedback is from at Darren Lodge says. Uh, has some great moments in this. The Dalek coming out of the water. Ooh, actually, I really did like that. The Dalek coming out of the river. The first time we kind of see yeah, them. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, we that was the first. Uh, Susan okay. falling and spraining her ankle. Mm. And what the doctor says after that. What does the doctor say to Susan after that? I don't remember there being after something what? pithy that the doctor says after Susan twists her ankle. But, okay. Uh, I think he says it's all your fault. This is all your fault. I don't know why I ever brought you along. That's right. Yeah. Um, I never loved you. <laughs> Uh, Barbara smashing some Daleks. Yes, Barbara was was uh, crazy in this one. Um, Ian is an encounter with the Slither, yeah. uh, and that farewell speech. Yes, these were all great moments. So thank you for yes. getting back to us on that. Um, if you want to tweet at us, you can always do that at TODW Show on the Twitters. Um, and we have no other feedback. So uh, no, and it. no other um, reviews. We've got ah. no reviews. But we did get I we did get feedback on Instagram not about this episode oh, okay. uh, or the story, but about um, the show in general because I had posted something on Instagram for for this one. Okay. So you're done with I'm feedback done and with feedback. responses. Yes. All right. So Kristaps Paddock writes an excellent question. Uh, now that we're done with Davison, so you and I have covered Davison in in its entirety, I think, or maybe. Did we do all of this? I Maybe we did. Don't know. We'll have to go. We may have done all of them. Do you think, this is a very important question, Dan, mm-hmm. do you think Turlow is a bigger Cure fan or a bigger Smiths fan? I don't I think, think he actually likes either w- of them. I think he's really into the jam, I, personally. The jam. I think that's probably his go-to band. I feel like Power Pop Turlow, that, he's more that. But I think between the two, I'm going to say 100% Smiths over the Cure. I'm going to say that he tells people he likes the Smiths. Um, but he's only heard like one or two songs. Yeah, right. Like it's, how soon? He probably knows how soon is now, and like that's that's it. He's like, yeah, no, no, I love the Smiths. I love them. They're great. So yeah, Poser. I think Power Pop Poser. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, maybe it's possible. It's possible. Anything's possible. Um, I don't know, but I could see him. I could see him uh, listening to like Big Mouth Strikes Again or something. Or I think he, you're projecting uh, yourself. The, um, that's a that means singing. Frankly, uh, Mr. Shankly in the shower. Uh, for all for the erotic Doctor Who uh, fans scribes yeah. out there, there's some there's some meat for your bone, as they say. Look, well, no <laughs> one, I hope no one says that. that. You don't put meat back on the bone, that? but I... that was weird because I remember my aunt she crocheted that on a pillow for us, and I was like, "Here's some meat on your bone." I was like, "Come on, Annie." That's... Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking. About. <laughs> That's some stuff we need to talk through later. Um, yeah, we are actually done with uh, Davison, at least in what we have planned before we're released from this show. Um, thankfully, yeah, we right. do I have... Think we did it all. We did, we did all of him. We know we did all of Colin we Baker. We did all of Colin Baker. We're just down and to uh, I, uh, Hartnell Travis, uh, Trout and Pertwee. I think we, we still have some yeah, Baker. We have some Tom in Baker a, left. We have, we have two more. We have some Tom Baker left. Three more. And three then more. We, yeah. we fall into a Hartnell... Uh, Hartnell Pertwee. Uh, Hartnell Pertwee. Back and forth for a while. Pertwee Death Spiral. Death yep. Spiral. The show's right. over. <laughs> we get to a murder suicide fact. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. I'm going to be bummed. I'm going to be bummed when it's just the Hartnell 
Pertwee. I mean, I love Pertwee, Error. so that that's fine. Yeah, I'm no, going to miss too. the other ones. I still me wish too. that we had more McCoy stories to come back to. Um, someone had asked me the other day, we were doing a, uh, a Zoom happy hour, which is a phrase that exists in this timeline, um, which is... You know, which is your favorite classic doctor? And the one that stood out the most to me was was uh, 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 McCoy, which is yeah. a real surprise to me. I would say that McCoy might be of of these my favorite. And I, you would say Tom Baker out of nostalgia for myself, but I, I think it's yeah, I think it's McCoy. Weird. Yeah, I never would have said that at the beginning. Tom ba- still Tom Baker for me, but I would probably put McCoy at number two, which I was surprised yeah. at because it would always have been like Pert. Sure. Yep. Strong and number I, and three. Maybe for sometimes off as we add more Pertwees to the uh, to the list, maybe that'll right, change. right. But yeah, the McCoy stuff is great. So I feel like that underrated is a shame because it's very underrated, yeah. and I feel like that. Plus, he killed Doctor Who. That's why it was his fault that Doctor Who died. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, I, I think we've done enough of this. Yeah, it's enough. I'm tired. You're tired. We're all tired. This is tired. Um, we did not get any reviews, so there's no pep in my step. Nope. Uh, to to brighten me up, but you can turn that oh. around by going to uh, po- uh, iTunes sure. or Spotify sure. or Stitcher yeah. or wherever and leave us a. a you can also go to the yeah. old Doctor Who Show dot com and leave comments on any of the story pages. We post yeah. them there. You can listen to the previous episodes. You can look at the funny gifts, funny gifts all over the place. You can uh, comment on the episode pages as uh, the schedule page. Um, you can reach us on Twitter, like I said, at TODW Show. Same on Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, Eric. Oh, yeah. Do you want to do it next time? Do you want to do it for the next one? Yeah, yes, we're gonna yes. Do it. That's a good idea. Okay. So so what we'll do is we will, we're going to try to do a live review of whatever I said we were reviewing. <laughs> we are doing uh, the, um, the invasion. An eight-part Troughton story. The invasion. The invasion. Uh, all right, so the eight part, uh, we will do it. We'll do it. On, so follow TODW show on Instagram. And, uh, we'll go live on Sunday, probably around 10, 10 30, so whenever we'll we, let you know beforehand. Eastern time, we'll let you know. We'll keep, uh, we'll keep uh, flooding your uh, your mentions with it. So yeah, we're going to do that if live. You, if you miss it, if you miss it live, it'll be on there for 24 hours, and then we'll take that audio and we'll release the podcast like we usually do. Basically, what we're trying to do is save Eric from having to do much editing at all. And we're just yeah, going to take less, the audio and just throw it right work. out there. <laughs> and honestly, if the live thing works and people like it, I don't mind doing that. Forever. And you can, you can see more of us if that's... Hey, whatever you're new, man. And as the timeline goes on, we're just going to see the quarantine hair getting bigger and bigger and bigger as we go. Yeah. It's going to be real fun. <laughs> My hair is getting kind of kind of vertical, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we did it before on YouTube. It was a pain in the butt. It was a pain. Ass. A this pain. Instagram thing seems like it's easier to do. So it'll be on We're going to get Kyle McLaughlin like to help Danny. us figure out how to do it just right. Yeah, that's fine. It's okay. Fine. So that's until awesome. then, folks, um, then. stay safe. Oh, oh I, I gotta come on. I was shout out. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot. I don't want it because I had asked last time for listeners to send in photos of Dr. Who oh, toys, yeah. and I did get. Uh, so thank you, Chuck. Chuck sent us a bunch of photos. Yes. Uh, maybe he sent it to me. No, I don't know. Or to, to, the to the, yeah. yeah. And uh, he had a lot of, uh, of uh, Funko Pops of different Dr. Who figures. He had a giant Cyberman head from what I'm remembering and a bunch of other things. It was cool to see. Yeah. So if you have uh, Doctor Who f- uh, toys, sp- uh, specifically the action figure line yeah. that they have for the classic series, I just think they look so cool. If you have those, 
feel free to send us some photos uh, yeah. yeah, or send us the actual send pictures. Toys. I mean, that's I mean, totally fine, especially if you work at a toy company. Hey, where, where would they send it if they wanted to? <laughs> oh, P.O. Box 2131, Red Bank, New Jersey, 07701. And I'm glad you brought that up because if you want a sticker for the old Doctor Who show for your car, your forehead, your skateboard... Uh, you know, because we got a lot of these young kids, um, they would like to shred. Uh, or your BMX bike, you want to put it on the back and, and gleam live the cube. out your 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 rad fantasy. Um, yeah, PO Box two one three one, self addressed stamped envelope, and I will send you a sticker. Fantastic. Okay, then I think we're done. Cool. Until next time, yeah, we'll good. see you in three weeks, folks. Well, actually, we'll yep. see you. You'll see us in three weeks on the Instagram. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, Goodbye. everybody. Good show, Dan. Bye, guys. You got to be crazy. You gotta have a real need. You gotta sleep on your toes. When you're on the street, you got to be able to pick out the easy meat with your eyes closed. Then moving in silence.